Tune into Haycar's new podcast series, The Road to a Simple Life. And join me, Vernon Kay, as I chat to McFly's Harry Judd, Ian Haste of Haste Kitchen, and Money Magpie's Jasmine Bertles about how they keep things simple across their family, food, and financial lives. The Road to a Simple Life is brought to you by Haycar, the new website for used cars that promise to make finding your perfect used car simpler than ever. Find us on all major podcast channels or head to haycar.co.uk forward slash simple for all of the episodes. This episode of Business Inspires is brought to you by the Village of Marble Cliff. Small village, big thinking. Find everything you need at marblecliff.org. This is Business Inspires, a monthly podcast of the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership. To run a successful business, you need resources, valuable connections, and community recognition. Business Inspires will provide you with the tools, resources, and examples to inspire you to create the business you're envisioning. Here's Michelle Wilson, Executive Director of the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership. Hi there, this is Michelle Wilson. I'm the Executive Director of the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership, and I'm really excited to uh, be speaking with Kathy Turner today. Kathy owns the Boutique Truck. Thank you for joining me, Kathy. Well, thank you for having me. It's exciting to have you here. Um, we've been trying to make this work for a couple months, yes. so here we are. Um, I typically start this podcast out with the same question. And I switch it up a little bit sometimes, but um, I read on your profile that you've been through, you know, several jobs and kind of changes. So I'm going to ask it of you, which is yes. when you were little, what did you want to be when you grew up? Oh my gosh! So I feel like that's such a loaded question. <laughs> I, I honestly don't think I really had that. Like, I feel like a lot of people were are like, oh, I wanted to be. I don't know, doctor, something mm -hmm. like you think of this, you think of that when you're younger, but I didn't have that. So I kind of just always wanted to have, it's kind of embarrassing. I've always wanted to just have my own business. I never really knew what that was. Okay. Um, so when I was little, I had like, you know, typical things. So I had like cleaning clubs that I put together myself. I had a babysitting club with my, one of my wow. best friends when I was little, we made like business cards and like pamphlets on like how much everything cost and like, <laughs> It was so you were ridiculous. an entrepreneur from a very young age. I felt That's like, good. like yeah. I knew I wanted to have something. I just didn't know what. Yeah. Um, but I watched, you know, my dad's an entrepreneur. He's um, had his own dental practice. He was an orthodontist. Um, my, so my mom helped with that business. So I saw that my whole life. My um, my grandma, my sitho, Lebanese grandma. So my grandma, she um, uh, had her own restaurant that she ran. Oh, wow. Um, Here so in I've, town? No. Okay. This was in Akron. Okay. And I was, it was before I was born. Okay. But so I've always heard the stories about all of this and like, it's always inspired me to like, do my own thing. Well, I just it sounds like it's in your was. fiber yeah. to do your own thing because yeah. they did. I mean, even with your parents, they, they were doing, had For their sure. own business. And so they weren't, you know, answering to other bosses or right. boards and things like that. So that's yeah. great. Good. So um, through your career journey. Mm -hmm. um, tell tell me a, a little bit about some of those, what you did and how you got to where you are currently. So I, uh, I've i had quite a few jobs since graduation. Mm -hmm. um, I started off in sales. So I did that for a while. And then um, I've always been in retail, though, in some form or another. So through college, when I was younger, I've always worked in different retail stores. Okay, And I've always loved that. I liked just the atmosphere, like being having that interaction with people mm -hmm. and just being involved with like the fashion sure. worked in many different areas of retail, but I've always enjoyed that. So I kind of did that throughout the years. And then, um, after, um, I did advertising sales. So after that, 
I kind of moved into the um, the corporate retail okay. area. So, we can, so corporate can we retail um, is the uh, antithesis of boutique shopping. Same stuff every place you go. Yes. You can walk in and know exactly what to expect versus a boutique, which right. is you know, typically very small and specialized right. and perhaps Fair. local. Yes, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Got it. So you're in, um, you're in, you're, cur- you're currently in corporate retail still. Yes. And then you do this on the side. Yes. So, so. this, I, I love fashion. I love easy fashion. I love fashion for that everybody can wear. So I know there's like, there's boutiques that are really, really high end, super trendy. Mm-hmm. I would say kind of where I wanted to go was the everyday person that wants to have a really cute piece in their wardrobe that they can just throw on, go to work, feel good. Um, but it's easy. Yeah. And it's not crazy expensive. So that was really my, my two big focuses to bring unique pieces to people that don't otherwise have them and to make sure that they're affordable. Cause I, I don't like going into a store and spending $200 on a shirt. And I know right. a lot of people, some people do, and that's totally fine. But I know there's that big group of people that they want cute stuff. They want things that aren't in every department store, aren't in all of the big the big box right. stores. Right. And so that's what I was hoping. Big to box. Bring. That's corporate big retail, stores. right? Yes. <laughs> there big we box go. Stores. Yes. 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 <laughs> Got it. Okay. So, um, when did you? When did the boutique truck itself come to you as as an idea? Because I haven't not seen any others. Yeah. So it's been. So it was about six years ago now. Okay. I can't believe it's been six years. But I can't either. About six years ago, I you know was I actually looked. At at um, some locations for just a, a regular brick and mortar store. Okay. I was like, I, you know, I still, that's still itching in me. I, I want to have a store. Like I said, I've always mm-hmm. known I wanted to own something and it, just being in retail for so long, I knew that it was something retail related. And so I just started looking around and, and looking at spaces and it was just, everything was in my mind. So I'm, I'm a perfectionist. Okay. <laughs> so I would find some, I would find a space and be like, well, well, first of all, cost is, was huge. But I would kind of look and just see like, well, this is a great location, but this or this. And I know being in marketing, so went to school for marketing. Okay. Locations, everything. Mm-hmm. It, it could kill a business. It could make a business. And so I knew that was like the pressure was on. And I was feeling pressure like looking at different areas. Yeah. And so I kind of decided I didn't think that was actually probably doable at that time. So just looking at the cost and and what I could find for where I wanted for the places I actually did like sure just didn't just didn't make sense financially. Right. Also knowing that I still had my job, balancing right. that time would have been super difficult. Right. Well, and that probably would have looked like staff. Yeah, right away. Right immediately. Immediately, which is the scariest thing in, sure. in thinking of starting a business and hiring somebody or multiple people day one to to see your vision through and mm-hmm. when you can't necessarily physically be there all the right. time that's that's got it that's a huge leap right and i mean in just starting a business you don't know what you're doing i didn't know what i was right. doing and sure. i mean i'm still learning six years later of course so yeah to not be there every day for the first few years would right. have been really hard yeah super difficult but yeah so i put that idea kind of aside and then um I think I was, I can't remember what magazine I was looking through and saw an article about, it had like some pictures of fashion trucks out in California. And I was like, Uh. what is this? I was so excited. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. As dorky as it sounds, like I swear a light bulb, like I could just feel it like ding above my head. And I immediately was (laughs) like, I got so excited Mm -hmm. because I was like, I don't think Ohio has any of these yet. And then I started researching. I'm like, Ohio doesn't have these. I could be the first. How cool would that be? Yeah. So I got like yeah. dorkily excited, but 
Dorkily. Yeah. Dorkily. <laughs> my new word. I love that word. Um, this is also the, the epitome of me. But <laughs> but yeah, and I, that was kind of my the start of, of everything. Yeah. Yeah. Six years ago. Okay. Six years ago. So when you're starting something like that, how do you decide what the, the style is that you think appeals to a wide audience, you know, to, to whatever demographic. I mean, how did you decide yeah. your demographic? How did you decide like the, these things work for many? You know what? That was also a learning experience it's okay. for sure. So I think what I thought initially um, was my target, I think was a little off, not too far off, but I think it was a little off um, in both the, the demographic and the style. Okay. And I feel like, it's one of those things I think the the truck does, you know, appeal to a wide age range um, just because we do carry a wide variety of things like mm-hmm. accessories and in addition to clothing and things like that. But I think I definitely was a little off at first. But luckily, with the nature of my business, I was able to learn quickly. And, um, you know, because we are because it is a mobile business, and I'm going to all the all these different locations and all these different stops and seeing all these different people. Right. I was able to sell through what I had. Sure. Because your qu- I was just going to say your quantities mm-hmm. are certainly more controllable than For sure. big box retailers Absolutely. were, you know, and so if you if there's if you have 5 or 10 of an item that's not really selling, yeah. Well, you're able to replenish that with what you're hearing from customers, I'm guessing. Exactly. And and I think that's huge. And also the the crazy part about the mobile piece is that I can go to a downtown festival one day which is going to probably be a little bit of a different crowd, even though I'll still attract pretty much the same group of people. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to have a little, some outsiders in that of that demographic that come on the truck and buy things. And they might like those pieces that maybe I wasn't selling at all the private parties I was doing and okay. things like that. So sure. it's just a, an interesting dynamic with the different locations we do go to because I yeah. don't get the same crowd every single time. So do you find yourself picking uh, and choosing where you're going to be based on what you think your demographic is? Or do you have s- some stock that you kind of set aside for the downtown crowd versus when how you restock your truck when you're in a suburban area? It's a good idea. <laughs> I don't you're do welcome. that. You know what? I don't do that. And, I, and I'll tell you because I, I do feel like the general style is consistent. So even if okay. I have a couple of items that are a, a little bit younger or um, something that I think maybe a younger crowd might like, it still kind of still falls in that same demographic. Like that it doesn't sense. mean somebody in my demographic or my age mm-hmm. wouldn't still pick out that younger piece, but it just might skew a little bit more heavily towards those pieces in okay. a downtown market or something like that. Um, but I, I tend to just keep it pretty this is this is the truck and this is who we are and this is kind of what we carry. So you have your it's basic style and it is yeah. what it is. So um, because of the the smaller quantities that you buy and you know you're at an event and you sell out of all ten of something, is it does that make it more difficult for you to say oh, I'll get that for you or you know I mean is is it a chance that you you know you just have to take? Yes, it's difficult. Okay, is it? Yeah, <laughs> yes. I want. Yeah, I wondered about that. It is so, and that's also something I've learned throughout the years to try to figure out inventory and all that kind of yeah. um, that mix and that level. Um, I want to keep it at a you know a controlled inventory level so that well, a for financial purposes, but b right. so you know when you pick up a really cute dress that. I'm not going to sell 60 of them. Maybe I'll sell like 20 of them in, in 
town or maybe I only got six of them because the they were sold out and that's all I could get. Right. So it's still nice to have that like the unique quality for the customers. But in turn, if I do get something that's really, really popular and if it sells out at one event, then um, sometimes I can't get it back in because it's sold out. So okay. it can kind of be a bummer for the customer. But it's one of those things where because it is a boutique mm-hmm. environment, if you see something you want, you should get it. You should grab it. Yeah. There's been a lot of times at festivals where people will say, well, I'm going to make my rounds and come back. I said, okay, well, you know, it may or may not be here. And half right. the time it is, half the time it's not. But it's just one of those things. Yeah. It's, it's kind of that the a, a neat factor, a mm-hmm. cool factor to the the business is that you see one. If I have one medium left of that one shirt and you want it, grab you should it. snag it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. So speaking of uh, your sourcing and and while you know, quantities are limited, how do, how do you choose it? Because I know you carry some local pieces. Yes. Probably more on the accessory side, but uh, maybe not. You can correct yeah. me. But how do you choose where where you're going to source from because your prices are really good and they really it really is affordable so how do you source those things and have confidence in the quality and right. being able to still pass along great stuff to your customers that's affordable yeah so we'll start with a local piece so yeah. um i do have um a local t-shirt company that i carry um, she's awesome. I actually met, it's Truman Brand is the brand. I met Katie at a private party about three years ago, I think. And she came up and said, hey, I sell t-shirts. And I said, cool, let me see them. <laughs> so she sent me the information um, and it's worked out. She's awesome. Um, she comes out with new styles all the time. Um, so we've always got something from her on the truck, which is cool. And she's got a great local following. So everybody comes on and says, oh, these are these are Katie's tees or these are Truman's tees, which is really cool, too. Great. Yeah. <clears throat> is she, are they graphic tees or just a, a soft blend tee? It's like a graphic tee. So they're okay. all, mostly Ohio-based. Okay. Um, okay. So she does the oh, – they're oh so good. And then um, Red Giraffe Jewelry. Oh, yeah. Red Giraffe Designs. They're in Grandview. So, yeah, yeah. she is in Grand, mm-hmm. She started in Grandview. She actually – it's funny because I've carried her pieces since I started the truck. Oh, day one. great. Okay. Um, so she was kind of a connection through a friend. One of my girlfriends said, I know a, a friend that makes jewelry. And I said, okay, great. And I went and met her, I think at her house. And she showed me some jewelry at her condo. And then for the first, I'd say first year-ish, year and a half, I would go pick up the jewelry at her house, pay her at her kitchen table. Oh, wow. And now she is, I am so, so happy for her. She has like three i think going on four stores now does she she's doing amazing okay good for her and she's great great people so i love working with local girls that just inspire me to to be honest they both have a really great um business ethic and and they just work really hard and it inspires me to do better for them too so yes yeah so those are my local okay the companies that i carry the rest of the clothing and accessories so i actually will go initially to different fashion markets around the country and that way I can find different vendors. There's a couple of vendors I've carried since day one also. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've found that their quality is awesome and their price is great. And I know I can rely on them, which is great because I have to order from them oh, sure. then online throughout the year because I can't travel as much as I would obviously yeah. like to. But yeah, I just sprinkle in some new vendors that I'll find at the markets where I can actually meet the people and feel the clothes and because they'll bring a, a small assortment with them. Um, and it's, yeah, you can actually just see it and feel it, which Touch is good. Feel and, yeah. It's, I will tell you, it's funny, come, especially now getting into the fall, coming onto the truck, people touch everything on the truck. 
That's oh. kind of the first mm-hmm. thing that they do is they touch the clothes. And I do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's, I mean, yeah. you don't want to wear something that feels gross. Right. But everybody always comments how comfortable and soft everything feels. And that's a huge compliment too, because like I said, that kind of lends back to that easy fashion. You want to be comfortable. You want to look cute. Right. You want to look like you are completely put together, but you actually just threw on a sweatshirt that has like prints and it's, you know, a really right. pretty whatever. Like you just want to have that a good vibe, but feel good all the time. So yeah. I feel like that's, that's a huge deal. Cause you're right. If, if I just bought from random companies online, it could come in and it could be kind of scratchy. Right. Scratchy, and just not the quality not, that people are used to and that, sure. that you certainly want to be representative right. of your brand. Absolutely. So, that's great. Good. I, I sort of asked this question earlier, but how do you choose where you're going to be and how do people find out where you're going to be? Because, you know, I, I've seen you at farmer's markets. I've mm-hmm. seen you at festivals. I've seen you at shop local places or events, not necessarily a festival, but a one day event. So um, you're kind of all over the place, but how do you decide? So I try to be everywhere. <laughs> you um, seem to be, <laughs> and there's only one of you. So yeah, so I try. I try to be everywhere. I have to. I can't take all the credit. So I there was only one of me. I do have some help now. So well, we can get to that later. But I could not take That's all the great. credit now. Good. I would be probably going insane. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I honestly we just try to be in a lot of different places. Um, you know, we've now it's been I've been open for this is going on the fifth year of of business. So okay. I'm learning like what areas of town work best. Okay, sure. What what days work best? I mean, all of the things. There's so many different factors. But yeah, I try to be everywhere where there's big markets. You know, I've now that I've done a lot of the markets over the past like five years. Those are just sure. things that now everybody knows to expect us at this certain market outside. Right which right. is kind of cool. But, and I always try to add like new, obviously there's always new shows. And so I'm always researching. I'm always looking <clears throat> to see what the next market in Columbus is, what's coming, you know, the the newest thing, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then we do private parties too. So that's Yeah. Happening. I wanted to touch on that. Yes. So yeah, that sounds really fun. Yes. Um, so t- talk about some of the private parties, like some of the things people do to have you there and like what makes, do you enhance a party? Are you the party or both? I think but sometimes it, it just depends. Okay. Um, a lot of times people like that's they'll ha- they want to have the truck there and that's kind of what they focus the party on. Um, so the trucks there, they do shopping and then if they want to have like um, appetizers and you know if they wanted to have drinks or something like that, they mm-hmm. can have that in the house um, or in the driveway. I mean, I've had that too. People actually set up like a little tent outside and it's a whole outdoor thing. Um, okay. We've done graduation parties. So it could be something where yeah. they're already having a party and they just want us to come and be an addition. Mm-hmm. And and one of the twists I, I saw uh, when I was researching on that is that people can actually use the private parties as a fundraiser. Yes. So maybe they're raising funds for their favorite cause and that, that, that people do that. So what, what have been some of those events that you've done? Yeah. So, um, so that's, so we do kind of give an option. So we say, Hey, we can come to you and you can get discounts, become our hostess rewards and all that information's on the website. Okay. But yeah, we, you can do that and actually get discounts just for having us, no fees to have us. And then there's like a referral gift card program as well on there. Or in lieu of that, we will donate, um, a percent of sales from the party back to whatever, you're raising funds for. We've done a lot of Pelotonia ones. Um, yeah. So those have been popular. Um, actually, tonight we're doing um, a private party for an autism walk that's okay. coming up. Um, so a lady's raising funds for her walk. 
Um, we did one for the American Cancer, I can't remember the exact name, but it was an American Cancer uh, Society run that just happened. This was a couple weeks back. So great. Anything, honestly, anything. There was one yeah. we went to um, here in Grandview where her friend's son was raising money to go on a mission trip. So we donated a percent back for that. So it Great. really is whatever you're looking to raise funds for will we'll participate. So um, there's a lot of food truck fests in town. And I've been to a couple of them. But do you try to get into those as just to be a diversion? Yeah. And because you fit? For sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we actually just participated in the food truck festival this past weekend. Okay, great. But yeah, we've been there for the past five. We've been, this this will be the fifth year we've been at the food truck festival. And yeah, it's, it's a nice little like, hey, there's go eat. And then, I mean, yeah, why not go shop? Right. No kidding. I mean, it is a nice, like, it's a break. Yeah. You can taste something at this food truck and shop a little bit with Kathy and (laughs) go to the next food truck or the dessert truck. Yes, that's right. That's (laughs) my kind of day. So, year five going into year six at this point, what do you think you would do differently Hmm. if you knew then what you know now? Oh my gosh. I wish I had like a week to research this in my mind. (laughs) Um, Gosh, what would I do differently? Or even you know what? Sh- yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I I'm was just going to say, or even share maybe you know s- uh, some advice that somebody gave you along the way of starting a business or you know doing something mobile or something that's this is business inspires. You mentioned people yeah. that inspired you. Yeah. So you know what? Share something that inspired you or that you think would be inspiring to others. Um, I'm going to go with what would I have done differently? Okay. Actually, I'm going to go that route. Perfect. So I think I would have, gosh, it's such a hard question. I think I would have pushed myself a little bit further sooner. Okay. Um, I think what happened was um, year number two came. I had kind of hit a wall. I was doing it solo. I was overwhelmed. I still had my date, my full-time job. Um, didn't really know what I was doing still at year two. Mm-hmm. Um, and was just because to it's do not everything. just as simple as having this truck and yes. some cute clothes and showing up at a oh, festival. Gosh, no. it's, it's so much more. It's a, it's a business and you have to do every aspect of that right. plus work your full time job. Right. So I think, I guess I should have reworded that, not push myself harder or push the, I, I wish I would have pushed the business envelope and gotten uh, some help where I needed it sooner. Gotcha. That's probably where I should have, okay. have gone go. with that. Because in order to push the business further, push myself further, I needed some assistance. And I, I didn't ask for that for the first couple of years. Yes, I had, for I had great help yeah. from my family for the first couple of years. They were amazing. But from a business perspective, like getting um, – and I'll, I'll give her a shout-out. So Allie was the first <laughs> first person that uh, kind of saved me on the truck. So Allie um, has worked with the truck now. It'll be three years. Um, yay, this, Allie. Yeah, yay, Allie. Yay, Allie. My lifesaver. She knows it. Um, but she kind of just happened upon the truck, and it's kind of a funny story. But I, you know, allowed a little – let a little bit of control go with having Allie join the team. And I think if I would have done that a year sooner, I could have started growing more in year, you know, one and a half okay. as opposed to waiting. Because I, I really did. I hit that wall where I thought, is this biz- – I really thought, is this business going to work after a year too? Mm-hmm. I just couldn't do more. Physically. Right. Uh, And so getting some help and getting some, you know, just getting that extra support, I was able to push through that and we were able to grow. And every year since then has been tremendous growth. 
So now I've got three girls helping. Oh, great. Um, and they great. are just, again, they're my lifeline. Like I, I could not possibly be where I am with the business if it weren't for them because they, they do take a lot of, a lot of the responsibilities off of me and I can focus on some other aspects of the business. Sure. Um, again, to help grow the business, which is great. And so. you're, that probably gives you a little bit of freedom to travel and check out new uh, shows and new product and expand your offerings. For sure. And, and honestly, it gives me freedom to learn more because I am still learning. I'm still figuring out there's everything, you know, everything changes with business and with social media and with, oh my goodness, and I'm old. Yeah. So I need to like learn all of these things, right? Like people <laughs> are talking about all of, all of the new ways to, to advertise and do stuff. And I have to, I have to start from the, the bottom up and learn all of these things over. Um, so it gives me time to do all of that stuff and dedicate a little bit more to where is that next festival? Like, right. you know, I, <clears throat> at some point I just got to a point where I didn't even have time to see like, what, what else can we add next month? I can't even keep up with this month. Right. So now yeah. I'm able to look ahead and, you know, look months out and, and actually plan, which is awesome. Right. Yeah. Well, and hopefully taking just a minute for yourself too, so that you can recharge and refresh and, and bring your best self to, for sure to that and having that help and asking for help. That's, I mean, really that's, yeah. it seems simple, but that's great advice yeah. to share yeah. on this podcast because you know, a lot of, a lot of entrepreneurs just, they have their idea, they have the, the plan and um, it's a lot harder to see through from, you know, start to finish for sure. um, than perhaps they they realized. And so asking for help is key. Absolutely. And yeah. honestly, I didn't think financially I could do it, which is why I really didn't up until the point where I did. Mm -hmm. But knowing, looking in hindsight and realizing what growth that allowed sure, was worth it. Yeah. I just didn't think I could at that time, but I could. And it helped tremendously. So Great. Good. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. So if people want to find you, yes, they you have a website. Oh, and I should mention you do have online shopping yes. too. So they can't perhaps make it, but they see something online, they should probably snag it. Absolutely. Okay. Everything, I would say about 95% of what's on the truck is online. Okay. And it actually goes online first. Oh. So grab it first before, yeah. yes, before you, uh, before you miss out. And I know so. if you, if, because you have limited quantities and you buy something that you're really in love with, you're probably not going to walk into a party next weekend and somebody else is going to have it on. So you're right. going to look pretty fabulous in that Absolutely. key piece that not many people have. Absolutely. But, um, online shopping. So you have a website, yes. which is, um, it's just the boutique truck.com. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you have a calendar on there. You have social yes. media so people can really, that's really the best place. Yes. For social sure. media. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I will tell you things get added so quickly. Calendar gets updated and, to be perfectly honest, I'm really bad at updating the website. But <laughs> yes, Facebook. But social media really yes. is where people are looking it really, first these Especially days. for like what's happening right now. Yes. Um, yeah. So yeah, Facebook and Instagram are the big ones. I'll post um, truck stops for the week or where I'm going. I'll Great. share links if it's like, like a concert or something like that. I'll share links Perfect. to where we, where we are. Yeah. So Facebook, Instagram, website. Yes in person and online. You're all over the place. Yes. That's great. Thank so you. we'll find you. And I would encourage everybody to check out the boutique truck uh, if you're out and about or even just check them out online. Thank you for joining me. Thanks again for having me. Thanks for subscribing, downloading, and listening to Business Inspires, a monthly podcast of the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership. Our innovative and active chamber is successful because of our smart and engaged members who cultivate our strong business community. 
With more than 60 years as an integral part of the Grandview, Upper Arlington, and Marble Cliff communities, the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership is dedicated to a single purpose, the success of the business community. You can find a link to our website in the podcast notes to learn more about the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership. For information about this podcast, to schedule a guest appearance, or to find out more about sponsoring this podcast, our contact information is in the podcast notes. Make sure you rate and review our podcast on iTunes. That helps us spread the word about Business Inspires. Circle270media.com Tune into Haycar's new podcast series, The Road to a Simple Life. And join me, Vernon Kay, as I chat to McFly's Harry Judd, Ian Haste of Haste Kitchen, and Money Magpie's Jasmine Bertles about how they keep things simple across their family, food, and financial lives. The Road to a Simple Life is brought to you by Haycar, the new website for used cars that promise to make finding your perfect used car simpler than ever. Find us on all major podcast channels or head to haycar.co.uk forward slash simple for all of the episodes. With Rapid Insurance on Vodafone Business, we'll get a replacement phone to you within four hours. So if you should... Oh, no. Or even... Just get in touch and we'll... Your replacement phone, sir. Your phone replaced within four hours with our Rapid Insurance. Available on our new and limited data plans. The future is exciting. Ready? Vodafone Business. Max download, upload, speed, apply to data. Coverage may vary. Unlimited and rapid terms at vodafone.co.uk slash terms.